Christ can change your past. He died on the cross so that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong, are forgiven. You were dead. He breathed into your lungs the breath of eternal life and he resurrected you. It is by grace. Now, now, right now, you confess and believe. Oh, welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. My name is Matt Hensley, and I'm the pastor of Mayhill Baptist and the managing editor of Lifeway Pastors, and I am joined by my co-host who will be working out right at the conclusion of this episode. Yes, that's right. I am Kyle Bierman, pastor of First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, New Mexico, and director of Replanter Development for the North American mission board. And the reason Matt said that is because right, uh, right before we hit the record button, my wife uh, poked her head in and asked if I was going to be working out when we were done. In other words, yeah, meaning, we know what that means. Yeah. You're yeah. Gonna be working. Yes, that's right. That's right. So w- what she was asking is if she should wait on me or not. And so I guess now I'm, I'm committed. So, yep. Yeah. This, this is going to have to be our longest episode ever just yes. to save you, please. Just so you don't have to do uh, Christian DDP or whatever it is. <laughs> DDP yoga. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, man, how's, how's things going other than the uh, workout you're about to have to do? Oh man. Yeah. Things are, things are going well. Um, let me see. We are right in the middle of Noah's basketball season and um, they um, have definitely played every game that they've been in. Um, <laughs> that yeah, that it's going that well. It, it is going that well. They they have they have been on the court every game. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? There's a metaphor there. I, I guess that's yeah. kind of like you know us with church revitalization. Yeah. You know, we we are there each week. Yes, like, that's we're, right. No. We're there. Uh, can't promise it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> uh, can't promise we're going to knock a home run, but we're going to be there. Yeah, we're going to suit right. up. And, uh, and, and some will wear an actual bow tie and some will wear a fake one, <laughs> but we're going to give it our That's right. best. And uh, I guess the other follow-up question to that is, are all of your players accounted for? Uh, yes, they are. We, we have only had one player drop out the, this season. So it's been great. Yes, we have not lost. We have not physically lost any more kids. We Good. know where they all are. So yeah, things, things are well. How about you guys up on the mountain? Uh, so we got like eight inches of snow. Yeah, this week. I saw that. About four inches of snow last week. Of course, in between, it was completely gone, uh, which means our house right now, the uh, the carpet is just mud. That's it. It's just mud um, from the wet snow into mud into dogs tracking it in. And uh, so it seems like there's a never ending hum of the uh, carpet vacuumer shampooer thingy and yeah. uh, and so forth but they actually closed school uh which you would kind of be yeah, surprised that was uh, a big deal we were, that was even even down here it was a big deal when cloudcroft mm-hmm. uh, closed their schools so the uh the girls stayed home and uh we we stayed outside for for a while uh, making snowmen and uh snow angels and stuff in fact uh this this will dovetail into another thing I'm excited about. Uh, Rebecca recorded me uh, making a snow angel in celebration of spring training. Yes. Yeah. In your short sleeve Astros jersey. Yes. So and I me, am both. Let me tell you. I, I'm impressed story. and also I'm concerned for you. The let fact me that tell you, you the story, Kyle. 
because, you know, it was, it was obviously set up. You know, I was not just out there happening to be in the Was ground. she banging on a trash can while you were making yeah, a snow that angel? Was, <laughs> that would have been a better idea. But, uh, but no, we set it up. We're like talking in the living room, like, this is what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, and so, you know, start record and, and then I'll run out there real quick because it was, I mean, it was very cold. It was yeah. about 14 degrees and the snow of course was, was cold. Um, obviously. And, uh, so I knew it needed to be quick. And so we, I run out, I'm assuming she's right behind me. I get down on the ground and I start making my snow angel and, and I'm just kind of like listening for what we had kind of prepared to say, you know, what on earth are you doing or whatever she was going to say. And I just keep making my little snow angel. My, my arms start to completely ache. They are, I mean, they're bright red. I'm cold. And I finally, I get up in my wife's back and in, in the other side of the house, like, chewing out the girls because they were making noise and uh and i was like are you serious like i've been out there making a snow angel for the last five minutes and uh so so i kind of defrosted and then this time like we we both stood at the door and then she started recording and i kind of took off running off the other direction went back to right where i was and we we pulled it off and uh you know gave everybody a little laugh but but yeah what i should have done would would have been like shoveling snow into a trash can or whatever yeah, to get ready for, for spring funny. training but, yes. but yeah that was that was the fun little moment yeah so so our, our listeners will be will uh, be subjected to a lot of baseball talk over the next uh well i guess at this point like seven months because <laughs> baseball season is upon us and yes, the, and it the, lasts Houston, the Houston asterisks are are poised <laughs> yeah. to uh, you know. trash throws. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that one. I had not yeah. heard that's funny. I've got a shirt me, with that on it. Me, meanwhile, the uh, the Texas Rangers, um, well, who knows what's going to happen in their in their new brand new ballpark, um, new like, new ballpark, new team. So. Like your son, they're going to show up. They will show up. That's right. We won't quite know how good they're going to do. Man, uh, I, I but, sure uh, hope so. The, from from what I've seen, there's still a lot of work to be done on that stadium in the next five weeks. Yeah. And, um, and the, they, the, now uh, they obviously the other stadium, yeah, they can't on. use the other one because it's because <laughs> it's now being used for the XFL. Oh, um, it's so weird. Oh, so man. weird. And but, they still have the Rangers logo at the top of the, like the video board. They do, um, and the same amount of fans. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there were about 500 people there for the game. But, hey. but I'm I'm excited about the XFL. I really am. Like like I was skeptical, but after watching the first weekend, I'm 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 on board. I really like the replay. That was a lot yes. of fun. I like the replay. I kind of I'm getting used to the kickoff. Um, the yeah. the other thing I'm not quite uh, used to, at least if I'm watching with my kids, is the F word on live television. <laughs> uh, but uh, but. Other than that, it's it's great family <laughs> entertainment. And uh, other than you know extreme profanity, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Great. Other than that, uh, but interestingly, uh, right up the road from the new Rangers ballpark, whatever they're calling it, Globe Life. Uh, this is something. Globe Life Field. There's Globe that Life Park. Now there's Globe Life Field. Yeah, uh, that was great. And but right up the road from there is a t- little town called Fort Worth. It's true. And in that little town called Fort Worth happens to be the South Stockyards. Oh, yeah, that too. Seminary. Yes. And uh, we will be there in a couple of weeks for a conference. 
And I believe one of those nights, you and I will get to take in a game, at least is the, the plan. Uh, uh, but more, yeah, I hope so. We would encourage you to check out swivets.edu after the show to find out about the crown jewel of Southern Baptist Seminaries, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, the home of the one, the only, Dr. Matt Queen. It's true. It's true. That's right. Yeah. And uh, as you mentioned, we will be there on April 1st. And, and believe it or not, that, that sounds like an April Fool's joke, and it is not. We will actually be there on campus for uh, their uh, church revitalization conference. They, this is Matt, true. Matt, they have asked us um, to come and speak, which is interesting. Um, they never said where we would speak. That's they might right. have us like in a closet somewhere. <laughs> Like, y'all just go speak, and then you can say you preached at Southwestern or whatever, and then let yep. the big boys do the, the other. But the lineup is is great. Uh, you obviously have Dr. Greenway and, and uh, Dr. Queen of uh, Southwestern and, and Dr. Priest, who is heading up their uh, Center for Church Revitalization right now. He's also with uh, SBTC, uh, which is a great yep. uh, state convention there in the Lone Star State. There will also be a friend of the podcast, Ken Hemphill. Yes. Uh, he was the seventh president of Swibbits and uh, is now at North Greenville uh, University. Yeah, it was, it was great to have uh, Dr. Hemphill on the show now a couple of years ago as he was on the ticket for uh, the SBC president, but, but also uh, Matt Queen, who's also been a guest on our podcast, uh, will be there. And I know the... Uh, uh, the the L.R. Scarborough Chair of Evangelism, or the Chair of Fire. By the way, does he have does he have any like official plaque that says Chair of Fire? He or does anything like that. Does he? Okay, he does. In, in his does he office, have a fiery chair? No, but oh. I'm glad that he does have a sense of humor. When I uh, wished him a happy birthday the other day from the uh, clip from like Red Dragon or whatever, where the guys in the flaming wheelchair rolling down the road. And uh, and I said, happy birthday, Chair of Fire uh, himself, Dr. Matt Queen. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not a literal Chair of Fire, yeah. um, Dr. Bierman, uh, but uh, figuratively. <laughs> but, but, but I'm just thinking like he needs like he needs like a like an orange chair that has like red flames on it. And that's what he like needs to sit in. That, that's you it. See, Kyle, you see, Kyle, you see, Kyle. His chair is on fire. Hey, there you go. I like it. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, Bob Bickford, my my boss at North American Mission Board. Um, and uh, yeah, you man, always this, say this great. you always say I have questions when we you know you you talk to somebody that that I say is like my boss or yeah. something. Like that. Yeah. You know, like Dr. Keck last week uh, on the episode, you had questions. Uh, since yep. he was my boss, and then he schooled you on um, the way trusteeship uh, works. Yeah. Uh, so, but still, I need to talk sure. to That's I need to talk to old Bobo uh, and uh, and see what. Well he, was, well, he was here this week, and then you decided to get stuck up on the mountain with weather. So, yeah. uh, well, no, we yeah. can blame God, I guess. Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, man, but I am, I'm excited about the, the Southwestern uh, Revitalization Conference. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and like I said, it, it'll, with, with you on the ticket, you never know what's going to be said and what's going to happen. So it'll be, it'll be an exciting time. 
I'm just saying, I'm not the one that stood before thousands of people <laughs> and waxed eloquently about the greatness of Dr. Russell Moore and, and, during and a something. question and answer time. <laughs> and it was we, neither question nor answer. It was just... By the way, we've got to find that. Um, we've got to find like the actual minutes from that because it's pretty funny um, where it said something about, uh, you know, Brother Nathan Rager asked a question and then it says Kyle Beerman made a statement or something like that yes. is what it said. That, and you'll notice funny. there's nothing else after that because no. <laughs> for about three minutes before Dr. Gaines shut him up. And, uh, so, yeah, I'm the one that we're worried about with a live mic. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, God bless you. We also have James Womack will be there. Uh, he's the pastor of Destiny Church in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, so a whole list of kind of a, a great mix, you know, practitioners, those that are in it and doing it, uh, those that have done it, uh, those that can can really encourage you. And, uh, and I, I have a feeling just knowing who is there, it's going to be lighthearted, but a great time of worship and study as we uh, uh, learn some of the ins and outs yeah. of church revitalization. So I'm glad they're willing to yeah. put it on. Yeah. And it's just a, I mean, it's a, just a one day conference from 9am to 4pm. I think that the registration cost is 20 bucks if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if we, if we have listeners in the, in the DFW area, uh, man, come may, make it a point to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and if money is a problem, Kyle will pay your registration. So, <laughs> Uh, with, uh, with with my name credit card no i'm yeah. just kidding i will not do that <laughs> no, oh, if, if dr ezell is listening i promise i will not do that <laughs> oh i'm not worried about dr ezell i'm worried about pulpit and pen um, <laughs> oh so speaking speaking of conferences kyle another thing took place this week that uh, uh so here let me let me first be very crystal clear uh, that I am set to be nominated uh, for the pastor's conference in 2021, but it will be nominated at the 2020 pastor's conference in Orlando. So, so what you're saying so is the, that you personally put the program together for this one, right? <sighs> Kyle. <laughs> so, so yesterday, yesterday we were recording this on Wednesday yesterday uh, the news kind of went went out of the uh, the lineup, and and there are some uh, wonderful brothers that are on that list. Uh, you know, obviously the uh, former IMB uh, leader David Platt um, and uh, Jimmy Scroggins, Vance Pittman come to mind, and uh, Jim Cimbala, some great guys. Uh, there's also some special guests that were listed that caused some controversy, and apparently because. Uh, I, I guess the timing of my announcement, perhaps, or, or Dr. Barber's announcement about me, uh, I got inundated yesterday with messages. The lion's share were, now, what would you do? Uh, yeah. But I also had several that were like, what on earth are you thinking? Like, how <laughs> dare you? I had one that was, how dare you, in all capitalized uh, letters. And, uh, and, and so I just you know, replied like, what, like, what did you, yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of things, uh, but uh, that, that, that ain't <laughs> it. Uh, but, uh, but so yeah, this, just to at least clear that part up, uh, this, uh, this lineup, um, the, uh, the preachers that will be there uh, kind of run the gamut, uh, all, uh, you know, mega church, 
uh, pastors and, and so forth, sort of the, the normal pastors conference that we normally have, um, and, uh, and some great brothers that uh, would get to hear from there. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, Scroggins and, and uh, Pittman, yeah. and, uh, and I always enjoy uh, David Platt. Uh, and, uh, and I think you had mentioned you were pretty, pretty pumped about Cymbala. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, so it will be a, uh, a great time of worship and prayer, uh, preaching. And, uh, and of course there was the, uh, the announcement of a special guest, uh, Hosanna Wong and Phil Wickham that will be doing some kind of a performance. Uh, Hosanna is a spoken word artist. Uh, and Phil Wickham, of course, is a contemporary Christian uh, musician who has the hair you would expect of that. Yeah. And, yes. uh, but he, he wears those uh, skinny jean sissy pants. He <laughs> does. Uh, but uh, but the, the controversy, of course, surrounded uh, Hosanna is also the teaching pastor at her church. And uh, so that led uh, the, uh, the president, um, David uh, Youth, to, to put out a, a statement addressing some of those concerns and, and, uh, and so forth. And so uh, we obviously will pray for a great edifying time. And, uh, and, you know, my hope is that it would be a unifying time, uh, particularly before a potentially contentious Southern Baptist convention. We always, I think, think that going in and are often surprises one surprised once we're there uh, that it ends up being uh, much more united, but still, uh, the temperature in social media land of the SBC has been a fever pitch uh, yes. for really 365 days. It seems like, you know, before it seemed like it was like the month or two before the the meeting when things kind of blew up. Now it's been like all year yeah. long, and yeah. uh, and so I was really hopeful we would have a pastors conference preceding it uh, that would be just simply some guys in their Bible and just getting up and preaching the word. And, and so I'm still hopeful uh, for, for that, but because of some of the pushback that I got uh, with that, you know, I, I shared the, the statement that we can put in the show notes about uh, the conference that Lord willing uh, I will put forward. And, uh, and so I, th I thought I would share a little bit about that yeah. uh, today, uh, particularly yeah. one of the, the principles that would drive it. So. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And, and so, um, you know, I think yours, as, as I posted in, and I believe the, the Baptist Review, I said, you know, it, the one that you run um, will certainly be a circus, but, but not in the same way. You know, and, you know, our, our, our focus is, is simply going to be everyday pastors, yeah. you know, guys that, you know, all across the board in terms of churches that they pastor, Southern Baptist men that are faithful faithfully laboring to preach the word and to reach the lost. Um, that's what we're all called to do. Uh, I, I guess not everybody necessarily does it, but that's what we're called to do. And, uh, and so we're going to, you know, Lord, Lord willing, of course, put, put on a conference that is about that, um, you know, preaching the word, reaching the lost, because we've got people uh, that kind of run the gamut in the SBC. You know, there's, yeah. there's guys that things are going well, their church is growing, uh, people are happy. Their family's happy. Their kids are doing good. Uh, their baseball or, or their their basketball team is actually winning some games. <laughs> and then there's people like Kyle uh, that are that are struggling, and their basketball team is is tanking, and they're trying to get that first pick in next year's draft. And uh, and so 
all across the board, that's, that's what makes up our SBC. And, and yet we can come together for the, the days before the SBC annual meeting and be encouraged, you know, be, be equipped, be edified uh, through faithful uh, preaching of the word. And, and so we'll walk through um, a, a couple of passages of scripture verse by verse and, and uh, highlight Christ and, and his work and what he calls us to do. And uh, just really be a source of encouragement uh, for that guy that is barely hanging on by a thread, but also challenging for that guy that is on cloud nine and in everybody in between where they can identify with the guys that are behind the pulpit. Um, they're not all uh, going to be mega church guys. Um, and we love our, our mega church yeah. brothers. Uh, they're not all going to be from normative size churches. It's just going to run the gamut of what we have in the SBC and represent the makeup of our convention of families and, and uh, church families. And, uh, you know, because that's, that's what we are, you know, it's, and so that's what the SBC uh, pastors conference could be. Uh, because initially I think, as I shared uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, uh, M E Dodd uh, wrote uh, after his 15th year, as the pastor's conference president, by the way. Uh, so I have something to attain to. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, he, he wrote, it would deal definitely with pastor's problems, spiritual, missionary, evangelist, evangelistic, doctrinal, and practical. And uh, so meeting guys where they are, uh, but encouraging them to press on and, uh, and onward and upward together. And uh, so that's, that's my goal. And, uh, you know, Lord, Lord willing, we'll have the chance to do it. Uh, but man, yesterday was, it was crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, and so th there is obviously a, a wide range of diversity on this year's um, pastor's conference ticket, which it, w within the Baptist faith and message, um, there is a lot of diversity that we can have, right? So, um, you know, there's been a lot of discussion this year about, um, I, obviously the, the Baptist faith and message says that um, we, we, as, as Southern Baptists, we don't believe that women can be pastors, but there's been a lot of discussion about, well, then what can they do? And, and, and a lot of that comes down to church autonomy, right? We, we, we believe in, in that the churches can make a lot of decisions about themselves, but beyond even theological issues, I mean, you have, we have mega churches and we have micro churches, right? I mean, so we have, we have churches that'll run in the thousands. We have churches that'll run um, single digits. We have, uh, man, we have churches that, you know, the pastor will get up every Sunday in a three-piece suit with a full choir in robes behind him, and they'll sing uh, hymns to piano and organ. And we have pastors that'll get up in skinny jeans and t-shirts with a rock band behind them, and, and they'll sing almost exclusively songs that have been written within the last 10 years. And, and all those churches can make impacts in their communities, and, and all of them are important to the kingdom of God. And 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 can be faithful Southern Baptists, even within that wide range of diversity, right? I mean, we have pastors that will preach out of nothing but the King James. We have pastors that will preach um, out of primarily something like the New Living Translation, right? Or more appropriately, the... Well, I was, I was getting Christian there. The Christian Standard, Standard Bible. Bible. Who which, just happens yes. to be one of our sponsors. Yes. We are grateful for that sponsorship, for the holy, inerrant, infallible, and inspired... Christian authorized. Standard Bible, authorized. Yes. 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 Yeah. The Jonathan Howe authorized version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, we, we are. We are grateful for the CSB. And I was, you, you got ahead of me. I was getting there that, you know, we would prefer that everyone adopt the, the CSB. So that'll right. be my amendment to the Baptist faith and message that, that we, uh, that we adopt the Christian yeah, forget, standard Bible as the for, official Southern for, Baptist. For, forget the offices of pastor and all that. Kind yeah. of stuff. That's not our yeah. pressing need right now. No, we need more faithful brothers to preach the authorized yes. Christian standard. No, we, we love it for its <laughs> blend of readability and accuracy and encourage you to check out csbible.com yeah. after uh, the show. If you want to still be within the tent in a couple of years right. <laughs> after our major changes are uh, yes. made. Uh, and, and, and that's, and that's important, you know, because we are as Southern Baptists have traditionally been a big tent people. We, we, we want to make sure that we agree on the fundamentals, but within those secondary and certainly within the tertiary uh, doctrines, we've, we've allowed for a great deal of diversity. And I think it's important that that's reflected on, on um, the stage. It's reflected in the, in the pastor's conference. Um, but man, it's um, yeah, there, there's a lot of questions right now about how far that diversity goes. And, and as you've yeah. seen per, uh, personally, there's a lot of, anger when we feel like uh that's been that's been abused or that's been violated yeah. and yeah. um and 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 also <laughs> i think with, with without without stepping on any toes from, from what we've experienced um there's a lot of ignorance in the way that things work yeah. in sbc life as well because yeah. I, I know you got some uh uh pushback I saw some some social media reaction that was blaming JD Greer for the pastors conference lineup as yeah. well, and and there's just you know so so again I think what we see here is is the importance to realize what the Baptist faith and message uh, directs us to do, what it does not direct us to do. Yeah, um, and and what and then, I wanted to post yesterday yeah. was uh, <laughs> so some of y'all haven't heard of Moeller's theological triage, and it shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and then and then also, but. But this is important for our listeners to educate yourselves in the way Southern Baptist life works um, and, and what our, like our convention president does, what he does not do, what yeah. the pastor's conference president does, what he doesn't do. And then even, especially as we move forward to um, Orlando, what resolutions do and what they don't do, what motions do. And um, so I'll just throw out there, man, SBC FAQs by uh, Amy Whitfield and Keith Harper is a fantastic resource that I think everybody who's, if you're going certainly for the first time, that's a great resource to get oh, yeah. to try to wrap your mind around. And in fact, last year I even pulled that out in the committee on committees because there was some question, I forget now what it was, but there was a question about uh, the constitution and, and how the committee was set up. And I just, I mean, I took that book along cause I said at some point there's going to be a question that comes up and it would be good to have this, and sure enough, pulled it out, and we were able to to talk through that um, yep. using their resource. So, fantastic, um, good good resource. It really is. So, and we are still four months away from Orlando. So, who knows so what I could happen? <laughs> I can't think of any way it could possibly get worse. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> oh, oh, Southern oh, Baptists could. I'm knocking on wood right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> How but, could it possibly get worse? <laughs> That's when the narrator but, comes in and says, it can. <laughs> and it did. Uh, and, uh, but, but really, you know, we, we say it, it sounds cliche. We made a song with this in it. Um, 
you know, Amy talks about it often from the uh, SBC uh, podcast. Now I can't remember the name of it. Uh, this week, SBC this week. Yes. Uh, but decisions are made by those in the room. Yep. And, and what is neat about Southern Baptist, uh, the, the way we function and so forth, is the, the best way to, uh, to, to show your excitement or displeasure or whatever else is ultimately by a lot of times how people in your own church show their excitement or displeasure uh, in either leaving or, or whatever else. But if you want to actually affect change, you have to be there yep. and, uh, and, and nominate something else or make a different resolution or make a motion or stand up and don't give a question. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you can be involved. And, uh, and so I, I took the opportunity this week just to, you know, because it's so easy because Christians are so known for what we are against. And, uh, and I think especially in Southern Baptist life, it's, you know, what, what we're against. And that's what we end up getting known for. And so I just took it as a chance to say, this is what I'm for. And, uh, and, and with 47,000 churches in the Southern Baptist family, uh, we have the lion's share of them pastored by faithful brothers content with serving their Lord in towns long forgotten by most. I mean, the statistics bear that out. Uh, the fact that you can meet them and hear their sermons and so so forth, bear that out. Uh, and that's why we wrote Replanting Rural uh, Churches. Uh, that's that's why you do the work that you do with the uh, Replant blog and, and I do with Lifeway Pastors. Um, but I think both of us consider ourselves unashamedly uh, cheerleaders for pastors, uh, yes. particularly in our Southern Baptist family. And so if you're in a major metropolitan city, uh, or in a tiny town in the middle of nowhere with a broken down gas station like we are, um, we're your fan. Um, whether you're a Calvinist, a traditionalist, or somewhere in between, if, if you love Jesus and you'll preach his word faithfully and evangelize the lost, we're fans. And, uh, and so my hope was to ultimately curate a conference like I curate the blogs and, and like we aim to do with our uh, social media and with this podcast that's going to encourage faithful Southern Baptist brothers from a wide variety of contexts who will preach the word and reach the lost, trusting God with the result and putting that on the stage. And, uh, and so that's going to be my, my goal, Lord willing, and, uh, and something I pr prayerfully do. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm excited about the potential for Nashville, Nashville. I'm excited about Orlando. Um, I am more excited to attempt to outdress Dr. Bart Barber uh, because I feel like if, if I'm up there in my normal like jeans and, um, you know, dress shirt and he's up there in his full like seven piece suit, uh, it, it's just going to look kind of weird. Yeah. So I need to get me a nice suit and uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll represent the skinny one. jeans, sissy pants. Uh, um well, you see, your, your legs are such that even in your baggy, loose-fit jeans, they're still skinny jeans. Yeah, that's right. So, yes, you know. that's true. Yeah. So, so here's my promise. Um, I promise to go full XFL, and I will wear a live mic during your pastor's conference if you are so nominated, and I'll make like comments from the sideline and live stream it. That's so not that true. Can... <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> oh, oh. That's, see, that's what we're missing. We need to take some cues from the XFL and just put like live mics on random people 
and let them live stream and uh, and get live reactions from them. And then, you know, like as soon as, uh, so uh, like as soon as someone's resolution gets voted down, we have somebody there ready to interview them and, so what and ask you them. Think? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm not, I'm not well, sure what standard we'd use to do that though. Yeah. So. Right after the, uh, their, their sermons though, during the pastor's conference, you know, maybe they bomb it and <laughs> the mic right in their mouth yeah. and be like, How'd, how'd that go, brother? <laughs> what so you, what you, went wrong? You butchered that, that uh, passage of scripture. How does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, man. Good what deal. A week. And, uh, but, yep. you know, God, God's working. And, and despite some of the noise that we hear, a lot of great things are happening in and through uh, the Southern Baptist Convention. You know, we've got great seminaries. Every single one of them are... Uh, being led right now by faithful men yes. of God that trust Jesus, uh, that believe in his word and are raising up another army of men and women to, to take the world by storm. And uh, so we're certainly blessed on the seminary side. Our IMB and our NAM uh, is, is doing great except for one employee that NAM has. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, WMU, BGR, there's so many great things yeah. that are happening in the Southern Baptist Convention that a lot of times, you know, spending too much time on social media, it's kind of like watching the news. Yeah, um, I don't recommend it. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it, it makes you think that this, it's all bad. And, yeah. uh, and there, there are some concerns and, uh, and, and at times rightfully so. Um, but we need to keep that in a proper perspective and also know that it's willing to stand firm. Um, because of what we're trying to protect and continue to pass on. Yep. And, uh, and so, and but I tell again, you that what, man, no matter what happens in uh, Orlando this year, I have one thing on my mind when we come, when we go to Orlando and that is there's a big fat stake at Raglan road at Disney Springs that, that has my name on it. So, so regardless of what happens at, at, in, at the annual meeting, that that's, that I know that's waiting for me in Orlando. Well, Matt, uh, so I know we still have four months until the SBC. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good things that'll happen. There's probably some more nonsense that's coming on down the pike. Um, but I know you and I both, as as you just said, we're excited about um, about the SBC. We're excited to be a part of it, and we're excited to come alongside pastors of all all kinds of churches, all sizes of churches, uh, who are faithfully proclaiming the gospel. Amen. And yep. So close this out. Tell us where folks can find us. Well, they can find me at P.O. Box 104, <laughs> Mayhill, New Mexico. Send all hate mail there. Look for the racist gas station and go up the hill. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how you get to Matt's house. <laughs> Sadly, that is very true. Uh, I, I have to tell this story real quick because I'm working on a uh, church revitalization plan for Dr. Kenneth Priest. For It's my final project for the uh, seminar I had a couple of weeks ago. And... One of the things that we were supposed to write about was any like community challenges that the church faces. <laughs> and, uh, and so I immediately remembered like three years back, uh, the secretary uh, at May Hill had saved a number of voicemails that people had left blaming our church uh, for the racist uh, signs that are on this uh, so, so you getting blamed for someone else's decisions is really nothing new and I and I've just learned at this point I'm sorry you feel this way and uh, you know I'll try to do better 
Um, like that's, <laughs> that's my standard <laughs> response right now. No, but uh, so that, that's one of the things that we were, we were facing. And uh, so, so yes, if you want to find my, my uh, house, you just go to the uh, racist convenience store and then just keep driving and uh, go up the hill. And there I am. And, uh, <laughs> in, in my very not racist home uh, with the signs out front right now, that I think are Valentine's day. And I think we have an Astros banner that just came out yesterday oh. uh, because of spring training. Uh, and we've got a trash can right next to it. So. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. But uh, people can, can find uh, us uh, on not another podcast.com or on Facebook uh, under our name, or you can find us on Twitter at N a B underscore podcast. And uh, we're also both on Twitter and in our heart truly is to encourage pastors. And, uh, and so we'd love for you to follow us and, uh, and reach out if you've got uh, things you want prayer for or need encouragement about or in, any help we can give, uh, feel free to reach out. I'm at uh, M. Hensley and Kyle's is a little harder to spell because his name is... Uh, yeah. Well, hard to spell because there's, there's there's extra letters and stuff. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> extra letters for the Nam employee that's last name is Beer Man. Yeah, that's uh, right. But uh, <laughs> so it's not Beer Me or it's not Beer Man. It yeah. is B U E E R M A N N. That's correct. <laughs> and uh, find us there, and uh, and we would love to connect with you. But until then, Kyle, I think you need to send us out before we say something else we'll regret. That's, that's a good idea. Well, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. <laughs>